Hello and welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast. We are excited to bring back our Lineman of the Week series here for the 2022 season where we're going to be highlighting great offensive line play throughout the Omaha metro area and surrounding areas. We're going to bring um, high school offensive linemen onto the show and their coaches and talk about their season, what they're doing, and everything to do with offensive line play. This podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy. I started the Bober Academy in 2019 with the mission to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. I'm your host, Chris Bober, eight-year NFL veteran. I've started games in the NFL at every offensive line position, and I love dealing with anything to do with football, especially the offensive line. Now, if you are listening to this podcast we're on, on your podcast app, just be sure to click the subscribe button so make sure that you're notified of our weekly shows. We do a lot of different shows out there. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, click the little button down there to subscribe to our channel and also the notification bell. We, we would love your comments um, and your feedback. And if, if you're seeing this anywhere out there on social media, feel free to like, share, retweet, comment, whatever goes on out there in the social media world. We want to spread the message of great offensive line play. So thank you for joining us. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Bober Academy Football Podcast with our Lineman of the Week feature here. And we are joined today um, with the Aurora Huskies. Now, this is a, a storied program. They uh, have done such a great job down there. You know, they won a state championship a few years ago down in Class C1. They go up to Class B. And um, with that bump up of competition, they do nothing but make it to the championship game twice. Now they're back down in C1, and they are dominating once again. And joining us tonight is um, Coach Kyle Peterson. Coach, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, Great no problem. On. And, and we got a surprise for you because, you know, originally when I reached out to Coach, he said, yeah, yeah, we'll have Kellen and Jack on. And then he sent me a message a little while ago said, well, they're having O-line dinner, so let's just have them all on. So we got the whole crew down there, and they got, they're kind of like symmetrical, Coach. Did you, te- did you line them up like that? It's like they're- I think Jack probably did that, didn't you, Jack? Yeah, Jack. Jack knows what's going on. He's been he's been on this thing before, so um, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun talking to you guys. Um, All right, Coach. Let's start off with you. Um, You you guys had a great season, and I know that it's really easy to say, okay, we we moved down, but that doesn't necessarily make it that much easier because now you got to go and play, relearn how to play your opponents. You got to travel to different places. And there's not a huge difference in the, in the talent level from B to C1. Tell me how that transition has gone going going to C1. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's there's very little difference in talent level, maybe outside of the top two or three schools in Class B. The the difference probably is depth um, mm-hmm. with with teams just because of the numbers that they have available to them. Um, we played a really hard schedule. You know, the, the first half of our schedule. Uh, was against teams that were that were all ranked. Uh, Grandland Northwest, who who won a playoff game, um, Boone Central, Ashland Greenwood, Platteview, all playoff teams. In fact, seven of the teams on our on our schedule ended up making the playoffs. So, you know, we played a really hard schedule, and and like you said, um, there were some new opponents, um, some opponents that we played the last cycle um, that we were in C one, and and then a couple of new opponents that were a lot of fun. You know, it's always fun to get to to go to new venues and see new places and play new teams. Um, from a coaching standpoint, it, it's it's always interesting to prepare for new teams. You kind of get used to to playing the same teams every single year, but uh, uh, there's there's a, a little energy when, when you play somebody new, certainly. Yeah, yeah, and you guys have done down well down well in C one so far this year, uh, twelve and zero um, against, like you said, a really good, really tough schedule. 
and we got the whole line on here. And you notice how Jack's kind of right in the middle right there, right? You know, he's kind of that, that ringleader. And, um, I, I've heard a lot about you from your for boys last year and, and all those guys. But um, tell me, um, Jack, or whoever's down in that O-line room, tell me about the difference, you know, from last last couple of years to this year. What's it been like just playing a whole new schedule, um, new teams at a, at a new, um, you know, a new class? Oh, I don't think the competition has changed as much as people think it does because mm-hmm. there is that stigma that, you know, bigger the class, the harder the competition. But like Coach said, it's mostly depth. But, uh, yeah, we found competition in every game we've played. So, Yeah, and you guys came out. I mean, you guys had to play Grand Island Northwest. And I was at that Grand Island Northwest Elkhorn game, and they took it to Elkhorn. And, and no one's done that to those guys. So you guys beat them pretty good early in the year. So, you know, playing really, really good football – all throughout the year. And that's just what's, what's going on here. Um, so you got kind of already mentioned your, your 22 season coach and some of the teams you, you played, but how has the season progressed from you? Like, what have you seen from your team starting the season to where they are right now? What have you seen? The good, the bad, um, you feel like you're playing your best football, go, you know, going into the, the, the semifinals. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always a lot of fun as a coach to see how a team's identity develops over the course of the season. I think we, we, we kind of think we know what that identity is going to be, but we're never really sure. And, and you know, through the course of the season, you know, certain guys step up, uh, certain guys become playmakers that maybe you didn't expect. Um, we, we're probably a little better at the line of scrimmage than I expected early in the season. We've played really well, well there, especially as of late. Um, you know, we, we lost Carlos Colazzo for, for three games there and, and really didn't miss a beat. Uh, you know, we found our running game with with other guys. You know, we had a backup running back that, that came in and, and stepped up and has run for almost 800 yards this year and and a quarterback that's ran for over 202 of the last three games. So, you know, we, we obviously have been able to to find uh, ways to 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 grind out wins. Um, and, and obviously we're excited to get Carlos back this week. No, oh, you got to come back. That's that's great, man. He's a force. Um, all right. O-line or O-line. Um, tell me about, you know, your seniors. I mean, got some seniors in there. Um, going undefeated is awesome, uh, but it, there's some challenges that come with that, right? You know, especially in high school, you get some guys that start getting complacent. How, how have you guys dealt with, you know, you guys down there on, on the field and in the locker room dealt with winning every week and, and challenging yourselves to get better every week? Oh, well, I think Aurora's always had a really good tradition of excellence. So we've always kind of had that idea of still competing to our best, even though there's that high expectation of us. But, I mean, uh, I feel like we've seen some players get complacent in their senior years sometimes uh, in Aurora. So as we've really focused on, you know, playing our best game. Nice, nice. Any of you other O-linemen want to jump in and say, talk about going undefeated and how it's great because you, you have momentum every week, but um, how hard it is to kind of stay at that high level, how hard it is to challenge yourself to get better every week. I kind of figured Bellis would be the one that would talk. Everyone's touching me. Yeah, me too. They're used to touch each other. They're alignment. That's what that's what we do. We get, we're close guys. Um, I, I know Kellen's back there, and I know I've heard him talk. Kellen, what's it like this year having, um, you know, being undefeated, but also that you know being challenged every week? Uh, I mean, it's a little bit different from last year. Last year we had a we had a rough start, so we had something that we could build on. But this year, it's like we just need to understand that 
we'll never like we'll never truly reach our our greatest selves. So we just need to keep pushing every single week until we can try to achieve that. Nice, yeah, and you know, it, it, sometimes it's hard to have a success early in a season because it's hard to kind of keep the momentum, and, and then you get to the playoffs, you don't want to lose that, so things can go against you. You got guys that get hurt, and people just get that feeling of of how they won early and, and not advancing. So it's great to see you guys having overcome that. Um, all right, coach, let, let's talk about. I mean, of course, you guys have a great defense. <laughs> I've seen that, but I'm an offensive guy, and I know you are too. I've seen you on coach too, but some of the stuff you do talk, talk to the folks out there that are watching and listening um, just about your offense. Cause you have a pretty unique offensive philosophy. I, I know you love to play in space. I mean, and, and with that you think, okay, they're going to just be passing. But you guys are a really run heavy team too, but tell me about your offensive philosophy and how you're using some of those, those skill guys. You know, ultimately it's about finding ways to get your best players, the ball. And some some years that's your quarterback, some years that's your tailback, some years that's going to be wide receivers. Um, if you have a kid that can distribute the ball, then obviously we're going to take advantage of that. Uh, and then we're going to do the same thing at the line of scrimmage. You know, what does this particular group of guys do the best? You know, are they going to just line up and run power and counter and ISO at you, or, or are they going to be better off doing other things? So finding the the schemes and the skill sets that fits your kids. I, I think are something that, that we do a lot. We've, we've become a team that really thrives on running GT. We have uh, a lot of, of athletic kids at the line of scrimmage this year, maybe not quite as big as we've been in the past, but guys that can pull, guys that they can block in space. And um, that's kind of become our identity this year. And, and we'll find a lot of different ways to run the, the, the counter game with our, our tailback, our read game, and our quarterback. Um, you know, but we're still aware of, of getting the ball to different kids. We want as many different kids to touch the ball as possible because, you know, everybody wants to touch the ball. So, you know, that it, it's kind of a way of, of making the game fun for as many kids as possible. <clears throat> yeah, and I remember in the past you have shared with us that that's kind of your philosophy is that, you know, you're, you don't want to just be a one bell cow kind of team because then you can maybe lose some interest in some of the other kids out there. So you want to spread the ball out and, get, you know, get everyone involved, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, though, if you have a bell cow, you, you do have to give the ball to the bell cow you know, often enough because, you know, those kids make you look smart as a coach because, you know, you, you, you have to, to make sure that, that they get their opportunities because they're going to make explosive plays. And, and that's the case with Carlos. And that's been the case with Drew really in the quarterback run game this year where um, they've they've gotten enough touches where they've created explosive plays. Yeah, yeah, and you guys have done a good job with that. How about you, O-line? Tell me about your offense and what you guys do up front. A lot of uh, a lot of counter uh, pulling kind of plays. Is that what you guys kind of specialize in? What do you guys like about um, your offense up front? Yeah, no, we do pull a lot. I mean, I'd say Garrett's probably the best pulling guard uh, out of all of us. But, I mean, we just got to do our job and open the holes and hope that the hole is big enough and everyone gets picked up. Yeah, Los makes us look pretty good sometimes. Nice, nice. And I know I know that you got um I, I think if I saw the film correctly, you got Kellen and Jacker on the right side, right? So you guys are probably doing a lot of double teams. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So yeah. you guys are the kind of the plowers and you got a runner coming around the other side on that. So um what about in the passing game? What do you guys kind of feature when it comes to blocking in the passing game? You got a lot of play action, you guys roll out or, or drop back? What do you guys do more of that? We do a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit of everything. Just got to help each other out and pick up the guys who are running through. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
just kind of do your job all as one unit, right? Um, all right, coach, you got some pretty special skilled players and you kind of mentioned them a little bit. I'd love for you to expand on just a little bit. Looks like your quarterback, Drew Canoose, has really stepped up this year um, and done a great job of leading. And then, of course, uh, Colazzo's just been a force for the last few years. And I know you got Stare and some other receivers out there, too. Tell me about your skilled guys and um, kind of what you're doing with those guys, what they bring to the team. Yeah, obviously, you know, Carson Stair is an explosive athlete. I think he has over 800 yards, maybe 50-some catches this year. He's the kind of the go-to receiver, but we have a number of other guys that, that have been involved. We have a couple of tight ends we like. Mm -hmm. um, with, uh, you know, Wade Olson comes to mind. We've gotten Tyson Dvorak, uh, the ball, a few times here in the last uh, few weeks. Um, Holiday has gotten involved. We have some other outside receivers. Um, we have uh, uh, Kobe Noctegal, who we use in our jet sweep game. Uh, we'll use him um, in the slot, uh, in orbital motion, and we'll use him as a pitch back in our option game some. So, you know, those are some guys that probably don't have a lot of statistics, but they're, they're really integral of what we want to accomplish. Uh, I think it's really important to talk about Maddox Egger because Maddox Egger is a kid that's run for almost 800 yards this year. And, you know, when, when Carlos went down, we didn't really have that, that number two guy solidified and he came in and he's done a really good job. He's a little guy, only about 140 pounds, but he runs hard and, um, you know, he, he gets tough yards for us and, and he, he runs behind a pretty good offensive line. Um, yeah, we've, uh, kind of, toyed with a two quarterback system at times this year. Mm -hmm. um, actually, our leading passer on the season is Booker Shireman. He's a sophomore and, and uh, you know, a kid that uh, um, his brother had a pretty storied career with us and, 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 and Booker's going to be a really good player for us. Um, he's a kid that we bring in kind of in passing situations and, and maybe in, in, in <coughs> real tech situations. We've finished the half in both of our playoff games this year with two-minute drills with touchdowns with under 10 seconds to go in the half both times. So, you know, Booker's done a really good job of managing that piece of the game for us. Nice, nice. All right, O-line, tell me about – let's first talk about your quarterback, right? I mean, O-line has got a special special bond with their quarterback. They want to protect him, stuff like that. What? Tell me what Drew does for you guys. Um, I know I know he runs the ball a lot. Is that kind of how you feature him? You think of him as like another running back? But how's he been as a leader in the huddle out there? Well, it's fun to block for Drew because he's like a really, really nice guy. <laughs> he's, he's super quiet. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, no, he can run the ball and pass the ball. And like looking from like last year, he's improved so much. That's awesome. That's awesome. But you also got a couple of good running backs and receivers, too. I know. Um, tell me about Colazzo. I mean, he's there's a guy who we've known about for a few years. You know, you guys have had had some good running backs there, but he's since a sophomore year he's been he's been a fourth what's it what's it like blocking for him what what is tell me what he's like as a running back to block for uh super encouraging i mean he'll tell you if the hole's not there and he really encourages you to do your job i mean i know the comment was made that if he was five pounds heavier he'd probably be with us so there's probably a bond right there <laughs> Yeah, so he's a pretty tough, tough guy. Then you got some tough receivers too. Tell me about a couple of those guys and you know coming up with big catches because it's easy for O lineman to sit back and say we're doing all you know all the work and you guys get all the glory, but you know they got some work to do out there too. Tell me about those guys and what they brought to you guys. Yeah, they just they'll they'll step up and make the play if we need it, and it's nice to be able to rely on them and those passing downs when we need them. Yeah, and it seems like you guys. It sounds like what, what coach says you're using a lot of different guys and. You know, that's such an important thing as you get into the playoffs where guys don't get worn down, they don't get injured as much. And then, of course, you know, the legacy that you guys might leave, some of you seniors, 
Um, you got guys who have played before, so you're not just graduating a bunch of seniors and leaving it, leaving the cupboard bare. So it's good to see you guys have that that stuff out there. But um, all right, coach, I'd love to focus here a little bit on your offensive line. And the cool thing is we got all of them here, so um, they can't hide from them. But tell me about your guys up front, what they do, what they do well. I mean, you know, you talk about the guys that are athletes, guys that, that come off the ball. They're not a huge group. I mean, you have Gage and some guys in the past who are pretty big dudes, and these guys aren't really standard big, but they're very, very effective. Tell me what they do up front for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, three of these guys are returning starters from last year's team. Um, we, we had to move some pieces around a little bit. Uh, we're a little unique in what we do in our offensive line because, like you mentioned, you know, Jack and Kellen play on the right, but really they flip. We play right and left based on the formation. So we have what we call a strong side and a quick side to our offensive line. Um, and we have certain plays that are designed to our strong kids and certain plays that are designed back to our quick side kids. We do pull our quick side guys an awful lot more than we do our strong side guys. Mm -hmm. So guys like Garrett and Carson get to uh, obviously pull quite a bit. Jack and Kellen probably a little bit less, although the last few weeks, um, you know, teams have been really lining up to take away strong side stuff. So we pulled our strong side guys weak yeah. quite a bit. Um, yeah, in, in Ethan in the middle has done a really good job of managing, um, being able to, you know, pin block, being able to, because uh, that's really the most important part of the center. Center's job is do you get the ball to the quarterback? Yeah. And, and do you have the ability to seal a gap? Because you got to be able to pin an awful lot. Uh, you got to be able to pick up, run through linebackers an awful lot. And Ethan's really improved throughout the season on that as, as, as a first-year starter. You know, Jack and Kellen are probably the, the two, like, most physical guys um, on that group. They're the heaviest guys um, of that group. But, you know, all of them have their certain strengths. All of them, all of them can run pretty well. Um, and all of, them, all of them help us on the defensive side as well. They're all two-way guys. Yeah, you got a lot of guys playing both ways. I saw some of your leading tacklers or some of your leading rushers too. So, right. and receivers. So, that's just kind of the reality of, of being a school of your size. You just put your best guys on the field and use as much as you can. Um, all right, O line. Um, give me some insight on the O line, right? I mean, we can talk about who's good at what or what you guys kind of like doing up front, but I want to hear some insight on, on what goes on in this group. Um, well, I mean, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you introduce the guys officially? You know what I mean? So the people are watching there. Tell me who, who's who up there because you don't have your numbers on. But um, tell me who's who up there. Oh, I'm Carson, and I'm the quick side tackle. Tell, tell us a little something about yourself, Carson. He likes pancakes. I can see that from his he, shirt. He just beat Garrett at Madden. I can tell oh, you yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, the Madden well, champion. <laughs> All right, we got the quick side tackle. Who's next? Tell me who. I'm Ethan, and I'm the center. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's a, he, centers are smart guys. You know, I was a center in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> really smart guy. Look at the shirt. Naval Academy. Yeah, I can tell by looking at him. He's a smart guy. All right, Look at the who's up next? Right. I'm Jack. I'm the strong guard. I'm Garrett. I'm the quick guard. You gonna say a little something about yourself, there? Yeah. All right, I'm Kellen, and I <laughs> a strong tackle. Nice, nice. Okay, um, so we're talking about O line. Tell me about like the personalities. I mean, obviously Jack's the one that's gonna tell all the stories, and he's the funny you know, guy. He's a funny guy. Yeah, I've, I've seen that in the past. We see we've had Jack on before. Um, maybe Jack, tell me about your guys. They can defend themselves. They're here. Tell me some insight on these guys. Um, you can even throw a funny story in there if you want. Yeah. I feel like Burson is low-key the funniest person in the group. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
He's just like like really dry and kind of sneaks up on you. You never know because he's so quiet, but he definitely is. He's always yeah. sneaking. What about your other what about your other guys? Tell me about them. Carson, really quiet. Mm-hmm. You watch him on film though, and he'll murder people though. So it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just like you have no idea. Like a little psychopath. Yeah. Calum's a big hairy bear. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I, I, he's not even a senior yet. He's got like last year as a sophomore, he had a full beard on the podcast. I'm like, wow. He's not a six like middle school. Dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jarrett's really nice. No, really kind guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. He plays linebacker too. So gentle soul. He kills people. Oh, yeah. He has a switch. He turns on and off. Uh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, how about your center there? We know he's a smart guy, but tell me about him a little bit. Are you looking for? Yeah. You want me to talk about himself or me to talk about him? No, you talk about him. <laughs> yes. He's like, a, he's like a roast. Um, It's his first year. Been doing a really good job. Um, Did you, did you play last year a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. He played last year a little bit. He also plays nose. Really hard to move. Um, How much do you weigh? 225. 225. Steel. <laughs> how, t- how how tall is he? Yeah, I'm five seven and a half. <laughs> how are you? That's awesome. That's awesome. You can't move that guy, I bet. Right? <laughs> that's 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 awesome, guys. I love hearing the stories, and um, you know, O line's a tight group. It's so so cool to see them all together, having you know dinner together and doing stuff, and you know that kind of stuff pays off when you get into a game and tough time times come up. You realize on your, rely on your buddies definitely. Um. All right, coach. So coming into the playoffs, you guys, you guys had a pretty good, pretty good game last week. I, I um, you know, saw you guys d- did really, really well. And then this week you're going up against Boone Central again. And, you know, I know you guys uh, beat them in week two, I think it was, yeah. but it's really hard to beat a team twice. Tell me about the challenge of having to play a team again. I know like in the NFL, when in our division, we always had to play everyone twice. And it was always harder the second time because it's like you all figure each other out. As a coach, how do you prepare, you know, prepare your game plan and prepare guys to play a team that you beat very soundly before, but also knowing that things are going to be a little different this time? Yeah, I think that's the most challenging part is, is when you win the first game and, and you win it, you know, in 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 pretty pretty not easy fashion, but, yeah. but we ran one pretty handily. You know, what types of changes are they going to make? Because you know that they've changed an awful lot in the last nine weeks of the season. You know, and we have as well. But, you know, what tweaks are they going to make to their game plan? You know, what are they going to do to try to attack us mm-hmm. um, specifically? Um, ultimately, um, you know, what are they going to do defensively to put pressure on us, to change maybe their line of scrimmage a little bit? Anticipating a lot of those things. Um you know, but at the same time, we still have to play to our strengths. Um, we've been in a situation where we've played a team twice, lost the first and won the second, you know, mm-hmm. and, and vice versa, to be honest with you. So, you know, our, our kids understand the challenge at hand. We understand that we're playing a really good team, a team that was really young the first time we played them. They played an awful lot of juniors. And so, you know, in game two, they were really young and inexperienced. And, you know, now they're seasoned veterans now. So it's going to be a very different team that we play this time. Yeah, you can't take it for granted. I, I know that um, sometimes when you're like the top dog, you know, like you're the undefeated team, that they might have you circled on their calendar. And I saw that when Grand Island Northwest came to Elkhorn. They threw something at them they'd never seen before. And it's hard. You, you could have that go on. So you got to kind of be prepared for anything that can come up because you know they're going to take their best shot. 
Um, how about for you, O-Line, going in to play Boone Central again? You know, um, you're one win away from getting to Memorial Stadium. Um, what's the preparation been like this week, and, and what, what are you guys preparing for against against Boone Central? Uh, well, what I remember from the first Boone Central game is the physicality. Mm. Like, they had some tough guys up front, and so it made our job a little bit harder. So we've been preparing a lot for that. But, I mean, formation-wise and stuff, I don't really know. Like Coach always says, everyone kind of develops their identity as the season goes on. So it's kind of hard because it's that was such an early game in the year. So mm-hmm. kind of moving forward, everyone's already kind of – they've developed their identity. So it's going to be a little bit different game. Nice, nice. And, uh, you know, like you, like you said, you guys got to do what you do best and make them defend it, right? Make them try to stop you. But also be prepared for every little wrinkle they might throw out there. Um, all right, got O-line, I just got one last question for you. You know, you guys are, are playing really, really good this year. You know, what would it mean for you guys, especially you seniors, that, that you know, what would it mean to, to go out and potentially win a state championship? You know, you guys have been so close the last couple of years. What, what would it mean for you guys to finally get that done? Um, you got a couple of games to get that done, but what would it mean if you can get that done for Aurora? Well, that's the end goal of mine. And that's, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, playing in like – we uh, I, I, we made the state finals my sophomore year, my junior year. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, we've always been at the very edge. So, it means a lot to me, personally. Yeah, so you just got to gotta get through that game and then get through that one more, right? Kind of break through that ceiling to try to bring home that trophy. And um, that's kind of where you guys are. You guys have set yourself up for, um, for it. You know, everything you've done to this point has got there. So, um, all right, Coach. Uh Guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on here. I, I love that the whole line got to come on. You know, when you, I got so excited when you told me the whole, the line was together and we get to have them on there. J- Jack talked most of the time. As, as he probably always does that, right, Coach? Yeah, Jack's the talker. Jack's the he's the comedian in the crowd. Jack's the homecoming king. I don't know if if you mentioned that yet, but Jack's yeah, the homecoming. I saw a picture of that. You know, when I go back and produce this and post this tomorrow, I, I've will probably include that picture because that, that's definitely a picture worthy, right? The crown on there. I mean, I don't know if I want to get his head any bigger, but um, <laughs> we're O-line, man. We got to give each other everything. So, guys, hey, man, I appreciate it. I will definitely be watching for you guys, uh, especially this Friday night, and then hopefully we get to see you down in Lincoln, and um, hopefully you're holding up that, that big gold trophy. So, Coach uh, Peterson, thanks so much. Yeah, thank um, you. O-line. Jack, Callen, all you guys. I really appreciate you guys. I've been, I've had a blast watching you guys. I love seeing you guys succeed, especially which, what you guys are doing up front. So um, thanks for joining us on the Bober Academy Football Podcast. I'll share this out here tomorrow. Just share with all your friends and family. It'd be nice, nice and fun. And be sure to do all the stuff that they do, retweet it and whatever those kids do. Right, Coach? Right. Awesome, guys. Hey, listen, go home and um, do your homework. So you can get to school and study and then get ready for that big game. Thanks, I got, thanks, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. you. It's available on all podcast platforms. So wherever you listen to your podcast, we're going to be on there. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. That way you get notified of new episodes. Um, Also, we are on YouTube. Um, If you want to find us on YouTube, just uh, search for the Chris Bober Lyman Academy. And be sure to subscribe to our page. 
um, click the notification bell and feel free to comment, share everything that goes on there. Um, we're on social media as well. You know, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a page on TikTok. So the more you can follow us out there, the more we can spread the message of great offensive line play out there. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, be sure to reach out to us through any of those social media channels and spread the word. We want to get offensive line play great here and everywhere across the area.